Warning, the content in this podcast contains some explicit language which may be offensive to some listeners and may be inappropriate for children. Therefore, the content in this podcast is intended for a mature audience only. So, would you fall in love with hip-hop? Right here, what we're going to do is go back. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just trying to start my watch party. <laughs> I know, like, I feel like every time, like, we do a live, I feel like it looks like I'm on my phone doing other stuff, but I really just be trying to start my watch party. She a little slow, y'all. I'm not slow. Quit saying that. <laughs> okay, we won't say slow. We'll say special. I ain't special. I'm trying to start the watch <laughs> you party. Started? You got it. I got it. We I'm love you, though. Y'all always try to do this attack. How you say y'all? Because I ain't even saying nothing. Yeah, you always right. add me in. Yeah, but you be in it. What did I say today? She went in today. I said she was cute today. Thank Look, you. we all you we both said she was cute today. Y'all did say I was cute, but I'm not. Spe- I am special in my in God's way. There you, you go. Are. So then you're gonna take it. <laughs> special in God's way. We're not God's even gonna way. be mad at you about it. She's, you be being a hater, but it's okay. <laughs> I do not be hating on you. She be Talene. She be hating on me. I don't be hating on her. She just. I ain't in it. <laughs> See, that, that, that's a. You know when people say I ain't in it, that mean they agree, but they don't want to say. Nah, Talene ain't agreeing. Talene ain't. She just say she ain't in it. You, and so tell me, when people tell you they ain't in it, they don't mean that that ain't. Uh, that mean that you don't agree, mean that they agree. That sometimes it just mean they ain't in it because they ain't in it. You ask, you put it in. I'll go back and forth. I'll let y'all go. Don't take I just say one little thing. They be like, so do you think I'm like, yeah. No, don't, don't point at me. We they go, they go back about 30 text messages. Like, like siblings. Nothing. I sit there and watch it. We, we do operate like we siblings or something. I, I told somebody that the other, I said, the other day, I said, it's almost like we argue like we siblings. Exactly. We do. Y'all do. It's okay. It's so okay. funny, and I just ignore y'all. All it's okay. But that's not cool because you're, you're the elder of the group. Listen, I, that's how they be telling me stop acting like I'm the mom. It's so okay because she'd be like, I don't have time for this today. I need y'all to come to a, a decision. What are we going to do today? Yes, girl, they be at it. I mean, it's okay. Because then we get, hold on, we get past it. I tell you I love you. You say I love you back, and then we yes. just move on. Exactly. I know people better probably look at us from the outside looking in like, what's going on? Yes. What's wrong with them? If they really knew, though, text messages. You know, sometimes she got to edit stuff out because our men was like, <laughs> recently. They got into, no, we got into an argument. <laughs> and she had to edit it out. And I'm like, she was like, girl, I had to edit that whole thing out. I'm like, but wow. Because I, I just said, don't want people to be thinking, thinking like. Because I think some of our, our arguments be kind of petty. So it, it was petty. Uh, it was very, it was very petty. petty. We could have just had the it conversation. It was like stupid petty. But it was very petty. Right. <laughs> she gets stubborn, though. You so like, do. No, 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 no. Hold on, wait. So, like, Friday, we, we was like, <laughs> take the video down. She says, I'm not. I'm going to wait till Mika say something. <laughs> Mika comes in and says, take the video down. 
I'm not redoing it. I'm gonna leave it up there. It don't matter. <laughs> because anybody that know me knows that I don't do videos. Y'all know that. So it took a lot. So why did you? I, was, I didn't even come back and say nothing. Why did you say it depends when, when Mika come in and say something? So I had watched. I read all the thirty text messages. Right. I read them all, and I came in at the end. I said, okay. So she asking me to respond. Okay. Okay. It's so only right that you probably should take it down. And but at first like, I was nope. gonna. Well, at first I was gonna value your. Opinion, <laughs> but, you, but then I thought it really took a lot for me to even do the video to begin with, and so I was like, I'm gonna just leave it up and deal with it. Right. So she's okay. like, Nope, I'm not doing it. She is like that sometimes, though. It's okay. But you're stubborn too, so I am a bit stubborn, it's which is probably good. why we kind of go back and we, forth we sometimes. Yeah. yeah, we do. But it's all good. And I ignore both of y'all <laughs> It's okay. I do. It's okay. We love each other. That's what happens when you love each other. Mm -hmm. You can't agree all the time. Don't uh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got a question for me? I do. Actually, I have more of a scenario oh, for today. Um, well, I thought it would be pretty fitting, okay. seeing that you know it kind of goes along with the with the topic that we have today. Okay. So your twelve year old daughter comes home one day and says, "I've met a boy and I'm in love with him." And he and I talked, and we want to have lots of babies together. We have decided to start right away, as soon as possible. I've done all my research. I've downloaded an app that would allow me to know when I ovulate. A girl at school told me about that. Um, I, just want to, um, I just put my periods in and follow the app. I really believe um, this is what I was created for, and I feel like something is missing. On the app, it said I should go to the doctor and get prenatal pills to prepare my body to um, at least a year before I have a baby. Will you make an appointment for me? This is really important to me, and I really believe this is a part of who I am, the missing piece. What would you do? Dante, you go ahead and take that one just first with me. You take I'm speechless. First. I really can't go first. I mean, the only thing I would tell my child at 12 years old, like, you're not even old enough to even make that decision even to, or even to even understand what you're even researching. Like, you're not even old enough. Like, what are you doing? My first response, I probably would be so hot. You know, just the natural response, like, you know, you would be mad about it. But then I guess I would probably have to, I need to, because I took a minute to think about it, I probably would want to approach the situation a little bit different. I'd probably would take her... Girl, to watch all kind of STD videos, and I, I don't even know why. She would have to look at my life, <laughs> some of my friends. I mean, we all single parents. No, I would take her like, to counseling because clearly it might be something that she's missing to where she feels like she needs some babies to get that love from. Because I've heard, like, you know, girls who have babies, like, at young ages, it's because they're missing something. They're, it's like a lack of love or something that they're looking for, and they feel like that baby can give it to them. She would definitely need a lot of counseling. A whole counseling, lot of counseling. Ass whoopings, everything. I don't know if, you know, an ass whooping going to stop you from wanting to have sex. So, well, you're going to get ass whooped in the process. So she goes through all of this, goes to counseling, goes through videos, still comes back and says, this is my missing piece. I feel like I was created to have tons of babies. I really want to start. I've done, I, Mama, I know you're mad. I know you're upset, but I've done my research. This is my body, and I really love him, and I feel like we're meant to be together. Um, 
tell me why I cannot do this. Why, why is this a problem? What would you do? What is your response to that? At 12 years old, I'm going to say, hell no. Baby, you ain't even old enough to work to take care of these babies. Who, who taking care of all of these babies? Well, she, she said her, her, her and him. They're going to... Him is probably 12, too. Him can't right. work. <laughs> <laughs> him can't work. Unless how old so I was him? talking to somebody earlier this week who said that the prime age for a woman to actually have children is at 15. Okay. Right? So they're like... We've kind of pushed it back and pushed it back prime and pushed it back. With, in which time? Today's time? No, or? just as if in research, the prime time to have to. Now, systematically, we've changed that because the system itself is not created for a 15-year-old to have children and be able to raise their children and be able to provide for their children on their own. So systematically, you're not. But at a woman's body is that the prime time for a woman's body is to have children at 15, right? So she's saying, look. Mm-mm. I'm ready to do this. Why? So I guess my thing is we see that, and as parents we say, hell no, you can't do that. But it's the same scenario in which we're covering today, right? It's the same thing. It's a, it's, it's a permanent change in your life. We're saying you're not old enough for this. You're not responsible to, enough to handle this. You don't know what comes with this responsibility. But it's the same as making a permanent decision and transitioning over from being a male to a female. That's a permanent decision that you're making at 12 years old. So it's the same thing. Having kids, actually, is not as bad if you learn how to do it. If she's really motherly at 12, maybe she's always oh. been very motherly. You're not even old enough to drive to the doctor's appointment. You're not. I'm going to have to drive you to the doctor's appointment. You're not even old enough to work. Right. So who's going to take care of their kids? The mom is going to take care gonna, of their kids. Just like the who's going to pay for the transitioning. Okay, so do we want to, do you have another question? Do we want to get into the topic that we're supposed to be talking about? So we can. We can go into it or we can just kind of. Okay. So then when you talk about being 12 years old and transitioning, mom and daddy got to pay for that. So why don't you wake up and and, um, discuss. Well, I didn't really read it. So I guess the, the topic for today is Dwayne Wade's son, and he's wanting to transition into a female um, I guess his name is Zion. He wants to be called Zion. Is it Zion? Well, his name is Zion, but he wants to be called, called Zion. So basically, he identifies as a female um, and no longer wants to be identified as a male. But he's only 12 years old. So the question is, is, is he even old enough to make that decision? I struggle with that because I feel like 12-year-olds make a decision. You can make a decision at 12 years old, and you in love with the world, and you, you figure that out at 12, and then at 13, you it's on to something different. Um, at 15, you're going to really be on to something different. At 21, you're going to look back and be like, why did I do that when I was, like, 12? And then at, like, 25, you're going to be like, why did I do that when I was 21? You know, so I think that there's these life transitions that need to be considered when you're making permanent decisions in regards to um, your body and things that happen in your life when you're 12 and when you're 15. Because when you're 12 and 15, a lot of us are operating off of emotion. Okay, but his parents seem to be very supportive. Like, at what age are you supposed to support your kids during this transition? I mean, they say some people are born that way. Do you feel like, do you really feel like some people are um, born that way? Well, I was just going to say, 
as a parent. That's not saying that I disagree with any other parent because as a parent, you raise your child however you want to raise your child. So I do believe that you, there are some homes that don't have gender roles and don't believe in gender roles. They and believe I believe like that. A free spirit. Yeah. And so if you're a parent who feels like, you know what, my child can get their nails painted, that doesn't make him any different. He may still like girls. He wants to have his nails painted. That's on you. That's just not going to happen in my household. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Monty, but I mean, I mean, 12 is 12. Like, I can imagine, like I was telling somebody the other day just having this conversation. I don't know if I was telling y'all, like, Jayton, literally, you know how little girls, you know, you itch, you know, everybody around you didn't got that monthly, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to get my monthly, you know, because she young. So then you think, you know, girl, only if you knew, because at 12, everybody else leaving you out and you didn't had it, but by the time you get it, you like, oh my God, who wants this? Right. Like they just not mature enough to think that because who thinks, oh, I can't wait till I have my, my monthly. Baby, right. I wrote it in a whole journal. That you was ready for it? I wanted boobs and a period. I wanted them <laughs> so bad. When I, I promise, I wrote it down for in the journal. And then somebody at school found it. They turned it into the school. The principal called me in. I had to talk to the counselor like I had an issue. But I was, like, I was just like, ma'am, I just want to be, I mean, everybody else got a period. Of, I mean, I want to know what the big deal is. And at 12, I just didn't understand it. You know, I, I didn't understand it. Everybody getting it. I want you know, to. I want it to. Girl, that is not what you want. Right. Like, please. So we keep talking about, about the age know. of 12, and you really don't know what you want or what you're doing at the age of 12. No. See, I don't so, think so, so back to the topic of Dwayne Wade's son, should he, I understand that he's been you know, he's accepting of, like, everything that his son is going through, but should he allow him to transition into a female and, and start calling him his daughter? So this, should he start doing that? Like, at what age should you do that? If you're comfortable with that as a parent, by all means, do what you're comfortable with as a parent. But and at I'm, what age should you accept that? I mean, if you child? want to I mean, accept it at 12. Parents. Your, your parenting going to be different from my parents and Capri's parents going to be true. different from my because at 12, I don't care, at 12, 15, 16, that would be something 18 years old that you would have to make a choice on your own. Well, you haven't even so. had you haven't even had sex with a woman yet to even know. That's what what 18 years. Want. When I'm not supporting you and you want to move out on your own, then it's going to be the decisions that and you I can, can make on your own. And I can understand that, and I can accept that at that I point. I mean, What's whatever it? parents feel like, I mean, I guess it's their own thing, but in my household, 18 I mean, even at 16, but I'm just saying at the age of 12, like, he's not even old enough to buy his clothes, so if he's saying I identify as a girl, that means, like, you're taking him to the store to buy female clothes. So, here's yeah. my other issue with that is this. You decide that you want to let your 12-year-old boy transition. He's turned into a girl, but he's wearing, he's 12 years old, wearing halter tops, tight pants, fingernails. Exactly. If he's going to be a girl, he needs to be a 12-year-old girl. And then I heard he's being, like, really extra with it, too. That's what I'm saying. You need to be a 12-year-old girl. So if that's, I think that that's more of what I struggle with. As a parent, you make whatever decisions you feel like are best for your family and would work for your kid. And maybe you've known that your kid has struggled with this for a long time, and this is just something you guys have sat down with, and as a family, you've decided what you're doing. But if you're going to be a 12-year-old girl, then you're going to be a 12-year-old girl. 12-year-old girls don't have their nails done. Not like that, not because with big long nails. Long, right. right. Like 12-year-old girls don't wear halter tops and 12-year-old girls don't wear tight pants. So I feel like, just like you wouldn't allow your 12-year-old daughter to walk out the door looking like that, I feel like you shouldn't let your 12-year-old transitioning son look like that. He needs to be 
Just like you would, the same standards you would set for your 12 year old daughter is what you should set for your 12 year old son who wants to be a girl. I, I totally agree. Uh, my question is is he actually transitioning physically or is he just living life as a girl? They're transitioning them physically. No, but I mean, like, they're going to let him do the operation. But that's what's been said, me, I believe. That's yeah. two different things. Like, if you want to, you know, dress this way, that's harmless. Because if you change your mind down the line, just dress differently. Exactly. Right. an actual operation, I don't know if I would allow my 12 year because cognitively, he doesn't have, you know, the skills to determine right. long term how this is going to affect him. Right. right. And then another thing that I think people are struggling with, because you know, because you said he hasn't even had sex with a girl. Well, the, there's a difference between gender identity and then sexuality. Mm -hmm. So he may not even be gay. He may just feel like a girl. So he may. So that's so. So we talked about that before because we, we, so we watched that. Um, Watched a comedy show with the comedian who wants who is a man he's who a has transgender. He's a transgender. transgender. He has breasts, but he still yes. he said he's never taken off his penis because he likes women. He loves women, yes. and he, he actually mean, has so children. He just feels like he, but he a feels woman, like but he, he has breasts. And there, there was a couple like that. It was I don't know if they were on Oprah. They were on some talk show, but the man transitioned to a woman. The woman transitioned to a man, and then they stayed together because they weren't gay. They just well, felt like they were in different. Right? I actually know yeah. a couple like that where she's the male and he's the female. Um, I don't know how their relationship is. It seemed like it's good or whatever. And I'm Facebook friends with them, but I mean, to each his own. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like I said, I think, like you said, there's a difference. So for me, um, again, like I said, if you're going to transition and as a parent, I'm going to allow you to transition, and I think it needs to be appropriate. You know, if you want to be a girl, then you're going to be a 12-year-old girl. And I think that's the issue that a lot of people have. It's like, okay, he's 12, but he looks like he's dressing like a 19-year-old Right. Girl. And that's right. what I heard, yeah. Feels, yeah, they were, I mean. I mean, and that's an issue for me. I feel like, you know, I don't have a problem with the transitioning part. You do, to each his own, like I said, and every parent is going to do what's best, what works best for them. And maybe they, and they know something that the world doesn't know about their own kid. But I think when it comes to in regards to I'm going to transition and be a 12 year old girl then you really need to be a 12 year old girl and I would like to see how they address their daughter you know and how she looks exactly. and what, what right. she looks like because that's why I said for me I think the struggle is it's just that it is definitely one of those things that we where we have where we say like example like I said your 12 year old daughter come in and say she want to have a baby you're going to say hell no Exactly. So, so it's the same thing, really. I, and I feel like it still affects us as a family all together. Because you still, as a 12-year-old boy or girl or whatever you want to transition into, I still have to provide, I still have to help you transition. I still got to help you deal with whatever it is the world is going to give to you. I, this is still affecting our family. It's not like it doesn't affect us all. Yeah, it affects us all when you're 12. When you're 18, it don't affect anybody, anybody but you. Right, exactly. So um, one of the questions I has is, had is, does openly struggling with your child's sexuality make you a bad parent? Say it again. Does openly struggling struggling with your child's sexuality make you a bad parent? No. Heck no. I mean, because you're human. I mean, you are and I, human. And and, but because I've seen a lot of memes where people are saying, if you're struggling with the fact that Dwayne Wade is letting his child transition, or you're struggling with the fact that Dwayne Wade's child is gay, or you know, you're struggling with the fact that your kid is gay, then you're a bad parent. 
And I don't think that that makes you a bad parent. I, I think it makes you either. human. I think that a lot of us were raised like with biblical standards and, you know, the male and female, and that's how we were taught, and that's how we were brought up. And so that's how we, I mean, in actuality, that's how we want our kids is to be with a man or a woman. And so when our kids um, stray away from that, you know, we may have a problem with it, but it's like, okay, do we accept it? Do we not accept it? And so it's kind of like you're on the fence. Am I a bad parent if I accept it? Am I a bad parent if I don't accept it? It's like you, I mean, what do you do? Now, I think there's... Are you okay over here? <laughs> Clearly. She took it and struggled with it. I'm like, shoot. Oh, Pomika. Girl, that, that mocha tea good. <laughs> good oh, this this is our mocha tea signature drink, by the way. Uh, made hey, by give her Candace. one of the mics. Oh, you need tea. a mic. Yes. I think a lot of times uh, we can agreeance and acceptance mixed up. There you go. Yeah. You know, yes. To accept true. means to just that. To accept them. That don't mean I got to like it. Because I feel like there's a certain kind of way that I want her to present herself, a way I want her to be. And if I'm 100% honest, like I say, you know, I, like you said, I think there's a difference between acceptance and agreeance. You know, there was a situation I had in my life where I had to stop and say, I can accept it, but that doesn't mean I have to agree. Because I have my own beliefs and I have what I believe in. And I feel like when people say you're a bad parent because you don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not taking my daughter down to the gay pride parade, or I'm not taking my son down to the gay club, or, no, I don't have to do all of that. That's not what I believe. And I still have the right to have my own beliefs about what I believe in. I have the right to have my own rules in my home. I have the right to say, you know what, so you're 16, 17 years old, you're going to choose, and you're going to pick and choose who you want to date. 
But I also have the right to set limits to it, just like I would any other relationship that you have. Even with a boy. Even with a boy. Yeah, it but doesn't matter. They actually talked about, I, I read something today that in the black community, it's a lot of uh, depression in the LGBT community um, because a lot of black parents don't accept. They're not accepting of it. And, it's, and, I, and I know a lot of parents that if they feel like their child is gay, they'll destroy that relationship with their kid rather than accepting it and just like, you know, accepting this is how my kid is. I don't even want to deal with it. If you don't want to be with a man or a woman, then I don't even want to deal with it. So here's, here's the other part to that. There's a difference. Sexual preference and wanting to transgender into a whole other different person. Like, I didn't birth that. That's not what I birthed. No, but, but some would do both, though. Like, it's it's... They don't sexual want the sexual preference. Sexual preference is totally different. It is totally different. For you to be my son or my daughter and say, I want to be the opposite sex. I agree with I you. I feel like I need to be the opposite sex. My God don't make those kind of mistakes. Well, okay, so maybe... So, maybe what sexual preference, what you want to do in your bedroom, that's fine and dandy. Now, I might not be in agreement of me. I'm accepting because you're mine. But you can't be my son or my daughter coming home to the house and you a whole nother so I have a question. Section, a whole nother gender. Like what are we doing here? Because that's not there's a difference there. Right. So I have a question for you. So if your your daughter came home and said, Mama, I wanna be a boy. I feel like I identify as a male. I wanna have a surgery and become a man. Um, I need you to accept me. What would you do? Like, would you kill You're my the relationship? Child. Okay. I'm gonna love you. Okay. Regardless. But am I going to be in agreement and acceptance of it? No. Okay, but how would your relationship with your child be? I can't tell you that because I haven't hit that boundary. I haven't hit that. And I and I think but that's all the I problem. I can say is that my love for you is my love for you. That's not going to waver. That's not going to change because you're my child. I birth you. But no, I'm going to look at you a certain kind of way because at the end of the day, like. I birthed a daughter. What you mean you want to be a, a boy? And I and I think that's the problem. Like they said, it's a lot of depression in the black community because people can't come it's out the way they want to come out. It's And I don't feel like it is either. Your but sexual preference is your sexual preference. What you want to do in your bedroom is what you want to do in your bedroom. That's true. But I think... Have that. But they say it's a lot of depression in the black community because we're not accepting of it. This is what I do in my bedroom. This is it. Like, you're not getting no grandkids. I have all daughters. You're not getting no grandkids from me because this is what I choose to do. That's fine. But to come to me and say, Mama, I'm a whole nother gender, like, wait a minute. What's going on mentally with you to where you feel like you're a whole nother gender at the end of the day? That's something totally different. Do you think that's a mental illness? I do feel like it's a mental illness at the same I think it is. It's a mental imbalance. Something is going wrong there. Let's talk about that. Let's try to work through that part of it because, again, what pleases you and what makes you feel good is totally different than I want to be a whole nother gender. Like you're saying you want to go have surgery and become a whole nother gender. I think that what we're lacking in that space is when you start to say that I want to be a different gender, you have to take into consideration how it affects not just you, but also the other people around you. And I think that what happens is a lot of times we walk into this like, you know what? Like, guess what? I, I don't I don't feel like I am who I should be, right? You can be and I'm supposed to just accept it. You don't have it. to be a boy to be a lesbian. True. Right. You don't have to be a boy to like girls. Just let it be known. Like, okay, I like girls. This is what my sexual preference is. This is what turns me on. Okay, baby, 
We'll deal with that. We'll work through that. That's what you do in your own personal bedroom. But to say I'm a whole nother gender, like, baby, I didn't birth no boy. And I get I'm that. Sorry. And like I said, I get that part too. But I think a lot of that. I think it does require, and I think what we're lacking in in that area of life, or is therapy for everybody. Exactly. You you need therapy, even if you feel like that. You need to work through that. I need to honestly work through how I feel about it, and what work what how I have because I think it is different. You know, it's different if I'm like I have a boy and two girls, like you know, but. Um, you come back later and I'm like, no, I got two boys and a girl like that. That's a difference for me as a parent, you know, to stop and say, you know, I have to start like, trying like, to accept that. And you, you know I don't think you, I don't think it's anything like, that you did wrong as a parent. I think that that's just a life choice that you make. But I think that you also have to understand that the life choices that you make affect other people. Or it could just be your child. Right. It, the the mean, life choices you it, make it, is Sometimes I don't think it has anything to do with you as a parent. It could just be your child and the chemical makeup that within your child. But which will take, it'll take a parent into depression. Because I think, I mean, that would bother me as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that everybody definitely would have to get canceled. Yes. Because I feel as if my son came to me and was like he wanted to be a girl. I think... I would truly go into some type of depression. Like, right. I would have to right. literally right. get don't canceled. I mean, I just don't think not saying that, you know, you're not going to love your child because your child is your child. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to love my child unconditionally. Right. But at the end of the day, I want red babies. You know what I'm saying? I want the traditional man, wife. You know, so I think it would definitely probably put me in some type of depression where we would all have to go to cancel. Because that's a level of understanding there, too. Like, yes. why, you know... I raised you this particular way. I raised you that particular way. You've seen the dynamics of a male and a female role because at the end of the day, there's still those dynamics of a male and female role. So what made you decide that you want to take on this role and you was raised in this particular setting? Like, yeah. But that's, that has that's any way that we raise our kids. Yes, you like, may raise your kid to be a and go with the church every single Sunday, trust God, <laughs> Go, you know, go to school, go to college, and your kid may graduate from high school and fall off the cliff. And, Hell, and, and maybe, the the, it may be not even graduate. You right. might, you might do but everything that you're supposed to do. But, but even if you do, I don't, I don't think so that's the worst. I, I think that is dramatic, but it, it's just it as dramatic so as that's so just as dramatic as being a parent who has a kid who's on the street that you got to drive by every day. Yeah. It's just as dramatic it as seeing dramatic. that. I, I I don't know that as any as a parent that any direct any dramatic direction that your child takes, you're going to yes. take very well. And you're going to question your parenting, like right. what did I do exactly. wrong? Where did I go wrong? Right. Right. But still, Especially it's this if you raise the same. them up in church, right? And in church, they talk about you know man and woman, and you know the whole biblical thing or whatever. And then your child strays yeah. away from that. You're going to question your parenting. <laughs> So it, it is going to be hard to accept it, but I mean, but what do you do? Like, I mean, you have to choose, like, do I want a relationship with my child or do I not? I'm going to love you through it, but, you know, again, like I said, that's just, that's such a dramatic change. Just as a person, you know, us women, we can cut our hair, we can go get boob jobs, men can go work out and do different things to change their bodies, but you to dramatically say you want to change your whole psyche, your whole physiology, 
Like that's dramatic and it's it makes you wonder as a parent, like what did I do to make you decide that that's where you wanted to And you go? may have done nothing at all. You know, you never know as far as like different aspects of life would even may have turned them to be that way. You know what I'm saying? As a parent, I mean, I guess, you know, every parent would question the fact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a question in the back of your mind, but at the end of the day, it may not have anything to do with you. That's just like, you know, like you said, like you, you take them step by step to do everything that you, you know, you sit and do homework with them, you do, and all of a sudden they wait to junior year and run away and drop out of school. Like, right. I mean, what they Or they be, and they become homeless and you driving by them on the side of the street because there are parents there are parents who are literally driving by their children who are walking down the street doing something they never thought in their minds. They never fathomed. And I think that sometimes you have to disconnect yourself from the cho your choices your children make. Uh, my mama told me once, and this was, my daughter started going through this phase of like where she was just doing different things. And I, you know, I started realizing like my mama's hard work as a parent. And my mama said, some, she said, lessons, um, are the hardest thing to watch. The hardest thing to do as a parent is watch a child go through their lessons. And sometimes you just have to say, you know what, this had absolutely nothing to do with me. But they have a path just like we have a path. God has created their path just like he created our path. It's completely separate. And I think that when you start to take it personal, that's when, it, and, and it's a selfish thing sometimes too, because you start to feel like, well, what did I do wrong as a parent? Yeah. And not necessarily thinking, like, maybe this is just the path in which you were walking, the way you were supposed to go, the way God had for you. And it's just different for me, you know. And like I said, I think the transitioning thing, just like any other thing in life, I mean, you know, I think we take it, again, I, I struggle with that because I, I say this, you know, we tell five, we say to five-year-olds, ooh, he act like a girl, he gonna like boys. We start that off young in our culture, really young. And we don't even, he ain't even old enough to know whether he like a girl or a boy. Period. But period. Period. Regardless. It doesn't, I mean, I think the LGBTQ community says we are one with, with whatever direction, direction it is. Your sexuality is your sexuality and whatever you prefer is what you prefer. But whatever you decide you want to be is what you decide you want to be. And so I think sometimes what happens is we take it personal and we say, well, it must have been something I did as a parent. And so then I'm going to push off on you my feelings about it. And then we push you away because we don't know how to deal with it. Instead of saying, you know what, this is who you chose to be. This is who you've decided to be. As a, I may not agree with it, but there has to be some way to accept it. And maybe, like I said, there, there needs to be a... a, a a direction of some therapy that kind of helps us learn how to deal with that. But no, back to your comment about the little boy that acts like a little girl. I've heard people say that. Like, if the little boy doesn't act boyish enough, like, if he's not in there playing with the other boys, but he chooses to play with dolls, because maybe he has little sisters at home, and he chooses, you know, maybe he want to sit under, sit under his mama, then we want to sit up and say, like, oh, well, he don't like boys when he get older. But that's not always the case. Like, like don't put that on him. Because that's, that's what he wants to do. Soon. He's that's too. The, the problem it is, is too soon. It is too soon. Like it is too soon. Six, I'm not going to determine your sexuality. But a lot of times we do it. But the thing we is, do it. If, if, but the thing yeah. is, is if we're doing it, more than likely the kids that's at school is doing it. Exactly. Because you, you like you say, you have to be careful what you speak into a person's life. Yeah. Here's my question, and because you brought religion into it, and that God doesn't make any mistakes, so I need. 
know it's not really a common thing, but what about those people who, I don't know the correct term now, but they used to be called hermaphrodites. They were born with both parts. And their parents had to choose their gender. So in those types of situations. But when they choose their gender, they're usually going off of what hormone is more present within the body. It's not, a, not always. No. Not always. There were some people that were like, I want a boy. What's the percentage of that, by the way? Yeah. It's very low percentage that we have from aphrodites. Yeah, but what I'm saying is culture. those people, they're still under the care of God. So when you bring religion into the aspect, you're saying, well, God didn't touch those people. So that's the issue that, I mean, because I'm, I'm a Christian, you know, I was raised that way too, so I have the same beliefs. But that's my issue when you bring in religion to it because it's like, well, what about those people? Did God make a mistake on those people? Because and they're not getting a choice. So what if their parents choose, oh, well, let me make you a girl because, you know, it'll be easier. But then they grow up and they're like, I don't feel like a girl. I feel like a boy. So then yeah. are they wrong for choosing because I don't yeah. feel like a girl? My parents chose for me to be a girl. So in those types of situations, it's like, I mean, to me, it's just that there's so much unknown about it. And if somebody is saying, I feel this way, I can't say, no, you don't feel that way. Something's so would wrong. you be the parent to go allow your kid to get the the, the like same child? No, like I said earlier, I'm not going full surgery. Okay. Not at 12. Yeah, 12. But what about, so 16? Like you have a no, little life No, yet. you can't, to me, you can't make that decision until you are grown, right? Grown, 18. Yes. Okay. Because what I know, like I, I study yeah, child development, I study all of that. And so I know that our brain is not even fully developed until like 25. Right. So me as a parent, no, I'm not going to allow my 12 year old to make that physical transition. But I can't say that another parent is exactly. not going to do that. I mean, and that's why I said, like, for me, I'm not going to allow my child to make that physical transition. Um, and that's just me as a parent. Um, I don't think that it's being a bad parent. I think that it's me saying, you're 12. And, baby, if that's what you feel like you need to do, then we will continue to work towards that. You know, at this point, if you want to wear dresses and you 12, you wear a dress. If you want to wear high heels, you, I mean. I mean, you would be okay with that? I, okay with it? I'm, I'm not going to be agreeable. You know what, but what happens when. One, but what I'm saying is you're going to be the one going to the store. Okay. You're going to be the one. Not, not that's at 12. Not probably, probably not at 12. But at 16, 17, like we've said, and that's not a lot that you can't do. You can't stop no, a 16, 17 year old. They can, decide, they can they like buy their own stuff. That's buy right. Like once you, buy, you, once you have a job and you can buy your own stuff, I can't control what you wear, it's, what you, right. what you, what you bring into the house because I'm not purchasing it. But at the age of twelve, but, I'm buying your stuff and I'm not buying you dresses and I'm not buying you houses. Even at sixteen, though, they still under it. your care. They still live in your house and I pay the bills. So, but what I don't want you doing, but what I don't want you doing is I don't want you sneaking around about it. I don't want you sneaking around, but that's just like probably at sixteen. I'm not saying that, but even at sixteen, my grandma probably didn't allow me to wear short shorts and I might have snuck them in my. You know, that's sneaking around, but I'm saying you still got to put boundaries on what they were, and then you still had when you was a kid at sixteen, you still had boundaries of what your mama was gonna let you walk out this house and. You is not gonna walk in my house wearing no damn high heel and no dress, and, and you a boy. Right. So and then I can understand. And I, I mean, can understand. Like I, I can understand that. Like you saying, okay, if this is what you want to do, I I understand that. I don't really like it, but 
I accept it to a certain extent or whatever, but, but you please don't bring overboard. this in my house or don't go overboard or whatever. Have some like respect in my house. I can understand that to so, a certain extent. But why would it be disrespectful if you've already accepted or in agreement? No, that because that's, that's your son wants to No, I get that, but that's that's home from college and he's saying You speaking of college, at college you've grown. But I don't control what my daughter do. She's like it. Some people still feel like it's disrespect. Don't come to my house and you know you're my son and you got on a dress. Okay, like, but that's still. I, I, but still then I think that that's, that's still. That's almost like your kid like cussing in front of you. Even though my child, even my 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 younger kids, they I were like. We still can't cuss in front of they her. were like three. They asked me. They said, "Well, she 18. Can she cuss in front of you now? No, she cannot cuss in front of me. Right. So the same so, thing. Like as far as like dressing. Like even though I'm grown, I'm 37 years old. I know that my grandfather have a certain dress code. I can't have my shoulders out. I can't wear certain things. And so when I go around him, I, I respect his dress code. And the same with my kids. If I don't want you to wear a dress in my household, don't wear a dress in my household. So but if you want to wear it outside college, of it. If your son comes home from college and he's already made the decision that he wants to be a girl, that's the lifestyle he wants to live as a woman. Uh -huh. You're going to tell him that he's disrespecting your household because he comes over to your house dressed as a female? Maybe. I don't know. Honestly, I can't speak you know on that. Like, how do you even go to transition from one phase to another when you say at 12, I still buy your clothes? At 16, you're still under my household, but you can get a job and buy your own clothes. In college, you're grown. But you can't disrespect my home by coming to but my that, house. But that's even know, like my daughter coming to my house like with some real little bitty stuff on. I, I wouldn't even accept that or want that. Well, well it's no different. I, I'm going to say this. But you shouldn't be. No, I mean, it's, I it's no different. Point, you know, but it's being a parent. It's not the respect as, level of it all. Like, how it's not as a respect level. As a parent. Okay, so let me say this. Respect my home. I'm saying the respect level for both my kids is the same respect level. It's the same respect level. It doesn't matter what they what they so, so I'm gonna say this. Uh, when I got grown, grown, um, how you felt about my the rules and what you like, I kind of grew into that. Accept me how I am. Kid. I wasn't that kid because and I have been. So I'm, I'm, I'm very much so that accept me how I am kid. So I was married with kids. You talk about it. All right. But what I'm saying is, right. At what point, as a parent, in the aspect of child adulthood, and I'm going to say that it. I think it. I think it varies from disrespectful because that's what your son decides to be as a woman. And you and your mind is saying you disrespect me by coming to my house. I know I birthed the son. And I think that that's where the depression level woman, comes in at. At what point does it become disrespectful? And I think when that's where I think that's like where the depression comes in at because when you're 25, 26, 27, you paying your own bills, you buying your own clothes, you live your, your own life, and your mama say don't come to my house like this. I'm just not gonna come to your house. And I'm gonna be honest with you, like, I, there's been times where. You know, my grandfather, because I am who I am. And that's after a certain point, like, I just can't, I don't like being stuffy and feeling like I'm being stuffy, having to try to please 15 people in a room. I, I'm just not. I pay my own bills. I take care of my kids. I go to work every day. I'm a productive adult. And who I am, either you're going to accept who I am or you're not. And if you have a problem with who I am, then I'm just not going to come over. But and, not, I, and I get that, and I did all that, but at the same time, I knew the boundaries that my mom had. Exactly. I knew the boundaries that my grandfather had. And even though I'm grown, I was married, I paid my own bills and all that stuff, I still went to, to her house looking a certain way. When I went to my mama's house, I used to take my kids because she babysat. I used to pull my shorts down, uh, my skirt down, and I walked in, took my kids, I and, and I hiked my stuff back up to her. And, and I, wasn't, I wasn't doing that. 
And, and I'm not doing that. So that like, thing is, I would have been the same thing. Because I, I feel as if, like, if I stop by my grandma's and just so happen, maybe I'm on my way to the somewhere with my girls, and I might got something more revealed. And I'm probably going to be empty. Uh, don't want to stop by her. Mm, you know, I probably don't want to go but by her because. But it doesn't, you know, I'm grown and it is, but you know, it's a certain way that I want to come off to my, you know, my people that I respect. Absolutely. And that's just, that's just like my daughter coming in at 18 and her butt is hanging out the back. I mean, just, it's all about, you know what I'm saying? You still want to come over some kind of present your way in some to your elders in some type of way. And my thing is, there's certain people that I'm gonna hold at a certain level, and I feel like I want you to still hold me at a certain level, even though I may do it, and you may even seek me out, but I'm just not gonna probably, if I got my ass and my titties out, go stop by my grandma's and be like, hey. So here's the thing. Us as kids, we are who we are. And that's the thing, like I, I appreciate the fact that my family has always allowed me to be everything that I am. And they've accepted every part of me. So me and my cousins, we've gone to my grandparents' house. Whatever you were into the club, you just had on. You know, and my grandpa has never judged us, has never spoke badly to us, has never thought anything bad of us. It has never been a level of that's disrespectful. But I don't know and if my, so, parents, my grandparents would have said it was disrespectful. It's all about what me. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. And so for like us, it's not even like I felt like I was being disrespectful. Like I'm saying, because they've always... And that's the thing, like, I think just... I think to each family is just how each family is, but they've always expect, ex accepted us the exact same, the way that you are. When you come in, that's who you are. You're Capri, this is how you operate. You're Kayla, this is how you operate. You're Tiara, this is how you operate. They've never set any, like, boundaries to us, and so we've always just been able to live just really free. And I, and I appreciate that because it's never made us feel uncomfortable it's never made us feel like we have to find some way to try to cover up who we are. We always be able to do, do that. And so that's the thing. But that's what I'm saying. It's not, and I don't feel disrespectful ever. I've never walked into my grandparents' house and ever felt like I was disrespecting them for being who I was. You know? But I'm just saying, that's just how and my so, grandparents were. Grandparents know, I feel like when your elderly and the people that you respect know the context of what's going on. Okay, they know you about to go to the club. Your grandmother know you cute, you curvaceous, this is what you're going to wear to the club. It's those ones that every time you see your grandma, this is what you got on. It could be a Wednesday afternoon, and this is what you dress like. So that be the level of disrespect. It's not so much as, oh, I stop by my grandma's house, I'm about to go to But I don't think it's Saturday necessarily night. disrespect is what I'm saying. I just feel like within myself that I want to respect myself and not take my, go around my... My grandparents. My grandpa was I grandma think you know, not saying that because my grandmother like is like my mom. My mom's mom has always been like like how my mom is, and she gonna say, "Girl, you better rock that." You know, girl, hey, with them thighs. I mean, that's just the way that she was. But the thing is, I I still in my mind, you know, go kind of consider what I were to their house. I just am, and it's not that she's gonna say. Uh, girl, you need to pull them shorts down in the back. Your booty hanging out. It's not that she would say that. It's just the fact that within myself, I just want to, I want to be the one that, you know what I'm saying, feel like where the respect comes from, you know. Just I mean, and I think, that, I think that that's each person's own thing or whatever, but that's probably why I'm considered like the flower child, the freer one. Exactly. It's because in my family, I've always been able to be that, you know. Um, and that's just the thing. Like I said, each family dynamic is different. That's true. You know, and if you come into my family and you say you're transitioning, we might be a little comfortable at first. 
We're going to take it out. We're going to roll with it how we roll with, roll it. with it. Everybody going to do what we going to, you know, and we might snickle behind the back a little bit from time to time. But, but my family is a little different. I mean, at first we're going to be like, man. a little different. I come from a family like where you can't really wear pants around my grandfather. You got to wear skirts. You got to cover up. And so that's, I mean, so I think it's like each family is different. Right. It's like some families are you able to cuss around your families. I can't cuss around my family, you know. So it's not that I'm hiding who I am. It's just that I respect who I'm around. I mean, and like I time. said, for me, I and just... it's not that I'm uncomfortable. Right. It's just I respect my grandparents. That's just who they are. You know, that's just what it is. And I respect my grandparents, too, you know, and I just get to be who I am. You know, so if and I... I am, you if know, a fuck I'm, come out... And I'm who I am. It come to, out. You know, no, to a certain extent. I mean, because you, you have to change it up. As, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, sometimes you Absolutely. change it up. I mean, maybe not around everybody, because I can probably be myself more with my mom. I don't hide anything. I don't. I can talk to her about any. Uh, when I say any and everything, I mean I can sit and talk to my mama about it. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, you're not gonna go to your grandmother and say to have the same. I don't know conversations. Right. But I mean, everybody is different. I think every family is gonna have a different type of dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that's the thing. Like I said, you probably could in our family and just gone, and we just gonna treat you. And so, what do you want your name to be now? You know. Whatever it is, you're going to come on in. I mean, but that's the thing. Like I said, after a while, you can't really control what they're going to do. You can't. You either have to. I mean, and I don't want you to feel like you don't have anybody. Because I think that that's where the depression part in our community comes from. Is that feeling that I don't have anyone because no one will accept me. And so, um, like I said, I'm grateful that I do have that family who will accept you. You know, I've, you know, my mama tapped me and be like, don't say that. And I'm, mama, I'm grown, grown. Like I'm past grown, I don't even ask you for no money. I ain't ask you to borrow no money. I don't, I don't owe. I don't even have a tab with you. So like, we good. You know what I'm saying? And she yeah. go on. I from mean, there. it's different now because like as I've gotten older, you know. I, I mean, we talking almost. I mean, literally. Like, at what point do I have to keep like? You know, maybe when I was like 18, 19, I kind of thought about it a little bit, but. I'm past that. Like, I'm not getting ready to keep asking y'all, like, how y'all feel or what you... Because the thing is, we have to kind of just... I, I think that there's some point where you kind of keep... You got to push on and live, your, and live your life and what makes you happy. Because I think sometimes also what happens is we're trying so hard to please other people that we're so unhappy. And that may be where that depression is coming from, is I'm trying no, to please my parents, my grandparents... Their standards. Yeah, even family. It's just people in general. Right. People the world, how they feel. The right. The world, how they feel about it. Because you got to think and about that too. People ain't even paying attention. <laughs> right. Please everybody else. They don't even care. Well, they, they, but they do. Nah. Your family. Your family does care. Some. Maybe. Maybe. Depending Some. on what that looks Who like. Cares? Some. I mean, but if your son transitions, you care. I mean, yeah. And that may be enough. But that's her son. Yeah. But that's enough. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, so that's enough. You get what I'm saying? That's enough. And you think about that. If I, if I do something that is not pleasing, because I always tell, tell that story, like, my grandpa is probably the person that, if he, you going to sit up and My grandpa is that one that if I don't, if, I, if I'm not pleasing him, I feel some kind of way. You get what I'm saying? So, like... There is that one person in your family that if you wasn't pleasing them, that 
It would it would be stressful enough. That'd be all the stress you need. I don't have that one person in my family. Your grandpa, you really just said it. You can't wear your shoulders. You can't wear your pants. Out your You can't even wear your nothing. He don't even live here. That's only when I. He ain't no social media. But I mean, I'm saying he cares. So he cares. So if you go when I see him two times a year, three times a year, and I gotta work. But you care what he thinks. That's what I'm saying. So there's somebody in your life that you care about what they think. So there's that one person. It don't have to be 15 people. It can be one saying, person that stresses not you out. What I'm saying is just when I go to church. <laughs> so if your son come home, if your son come home, one of your sons come home and say, I'm transitioning, your opinion is probably going to be heavier than the rest of the world. I'm sure. And that's what I'm saying. So can a parent accept their child's sexuality choices but still set boundaries for what they will and won't allow while the child is in their home? Uh, yes, we just kind of talked about that pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Because, I mean, in my home, you're going to respect. You know, that's just like you're not going to have men around. You know what I'm saying? You respect your kids and you expect them to give them the same type of respect. You know, like a, as a single mom, you ain't going to bring, wow, I hope, <laughs> you don't bring. There's every a lot of women who are. That you meet or date around your child. Right. You know, so it should be certain, you know, levels that your child going to have you know, you're not gonna. If you decide that you want to be with the same sex, I mean, you're not gonna just have public <laughs> display in front of you. Like, you're not gonna kiss, just sit here and kiss your, you, you know, you my daughter, you gonna sit here and kiss your girlfriend. Cause I'm not gonna kiss. You know what I'm saying? Just in front of you, or I mean, there's certain things you're not gonna. Do just over the top stuff. I feel like, like, long as you don't do over the top, because I'm not gonna but do what that. If, but even but if, why not? Like, what if you don't feel like there's an issue with it, and you decide to do that in front of your kids? I feel that's what I just said. Me, I don't know about other. I mean, some people do. Though. Some people, I just said, some people bring different men home every all the time and introduce them to their kids like it's no thing. But I mean, my thing is, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, like, you've got to set, set certain boundaries, you know, as far as relationship-wise, and I would set them the same thing with my kids. Like, no. I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's a, a boy, girl, you know, you still set boundaries, you know, for your kids. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna, they ain't gonna just be sitting on your, you know, come in your house and they, he, his girl, you know, sit on his lap. Your son sitting there and all of a sudden his girlfriend sit on his lap in front of you. Like, that ain't gonna happen, right? <laughs> I mean, you know how old they are. No, I know, they know. how old they are. I mean, like, if they... No, no, no. My, my daughter tried that. She invited somebody over, this little boy she was talking to, and they had her to be cuddled up in front of me. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> well, J.B., I didn't make cuddled up, you know, with his little girlfriend. That's his you know. girlfriend. Yes, his girlfriend. Well, what did that he wasn't her, her boyfriend. How old was she? Oh, 17. Okay. Cause you done done worse things at we that age. We ain't gotta talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna you wanna you make wanna sure just, that we ain't gotta talk about do, me. I was where I was with her daddy. Do what place. I do, not what I say. Not what no, I, I was no, with her daddy. Do what I say, not what I do. No, but I was with her dad for four years, and so he but was he just still a friend. Young, still started young. It doesn't matter. It does though. He was a friend. He wasn't even a boyfriend. He was a friend who stayed the night. Who stayed the night? Didn't his boyfriend didn't stay the night when he was younger? My boyfriend, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And what did you look crazy? <laughs> right. Like, what? So what? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, what? I don't, My boyfriend I don't think. can't even go back to her room. He can no, only, not her boyfriend. She's taking on your 
boyfriend. No, my boyfriend did say the night when I was younger, but. He could only so do what I say now. But what I'm I just did. saying, like, they was all cuddled up, like, too much. No, so it is. She is living by the saying, do what, do what I, I say, not, not what I did. Yeah, not she didn't know what I did. So now that she do know. I was too much. You had credit with her. So now that you have a daughter, do you, do you regret how you used to act? Do you look back and be like, you know what? I was something else. Yeah, it makes me parent differently. So. My mom was very easy, like, you know, my boyfriend started spending the night when I was 16 years old. But when she was 16, her boyfriend could only sit in the living room. Even when she was 18, he could only stay in the living room. Ain't no going back there to your room. Because I know what happens in the room. So, it's we sitting here and I was sitting here with you. Right, it's because she, it's cause she didn't been there. Because been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. It just made me a better parent. <laughs> but you parent based off your experience. Right. Exactly. So what your parents allow. Exactly. Because my parent allow my boyfriend to live with me. And I wish one of my kids would. <laughs> and that's the thing. My boyfriend so started spending exactly. the night when I was 16, which my boyfriend was her dad. He started spending the night when I was 16 years old. So from 16 to like 19, he pretty much stayed in my house. But that would never, ever happen in my household. Ever, ever, ever. And it's crazy that our parents kind of allow. It's crazy to me you say that because it's like, why did you allow that? Because I'm pretty sure your mom didn't allow that with you. Right. So maybe they were like, my parents were too strict. And that may be, you know, you're right, my parents were too strict. And my mom did have a strict, it was kind of like more of one of those things like, if you want to move out the house, you got to get married. And so she See, got married to exactly move why. out of the house. So everybody pretty much got married in the living room to move out of the house. Because she wanted to keep her bond closer to you so you didn't go and move out. Right. So, so she allowed your boyfriend to come spend the night yeah. because she didn't want to lose Because she said I could stay there forever. Right. She didn't want to lose you because it, that's how they had to leave be. the house. Because she said I could stay there forever. Right. Yeah, that's she why. wanted me to stay there forever. So maybe because that was the thing. She was just right. And have your man there, then you going out and leaving. You know, get married and leaving. Right. <laughs> so that might have been where it was. That might have been where the where the. Girl, yeah, you didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Her, her mama didn't deal with that. Her mama was a workaholic, you know. Her yeah. mom, my mom wasn't, but my mom, mom was a nurse's No, I didn't, I didn't. My mom wasn't on drugs, but I, I lived in a neighborhood like where a lot of people were on drugs. And so my, we dealt with a lot of people that were on drugs. You know, that came to our house, but we didn't. My mom didn't. But my mom, my mom wasn't on drugs, but my mama was still very, very lax in her rules. Um, as long as we did what she was supposed to do and didn't get in trouble, so if I never got caught, <laughs> I could kind of do whatever I wanted to do and I kind of did whatever I wanted to do. Um, and I'm a different parent in that, like, not that I don't, I'm not, not a very strict parent, and, but I am very involved. So, like, we have conversations, and I talk about where she's at, and I talk about how she feels, because I feel like that was the, uh, that was the part that was missing coming from my childhood, um, you know, we kind of talk a lot, you know, even though she's a teenager and, you know, teenagers act like they don't want to talk about nothing, but when they do, but when they do want to talk about something, you know, when she comes and lays her head in my lap, like, Hey, by the way, this is what I want to talk about. I listen because I feel like I wasn't listened to a lot as a child. Um, but I, she wasn't very strict. 
But her mama wasn't very strict either. But but if your kids came but to you, you and said certain things that you could do in her household with her around compared to I mean, I could have cuddled up with my boyfriend. I mean, I could I could cuddle up with my boyfriend as long as it was respectful. But if your kid came to you and said, "Mama, I really don't want to sneak around, but I want my boyfriend to spend the night here at the house," like he not spending the night, you wouldn't let him do it. I met my oldest daughter's dad. He moved in when I was seventeen. I was pregnant my senior year in high school. So no, don't spend another night. What about you? No what about your son? Would you let your son, if your son came to you and said, Mom, my girlfriend, she don't have a place to stay. My son has, actually, his girlfriend has, like, at first it was like a sneaking thing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like a sneaking thing. Like, they know I go to bed about 9. And I ain't gonna wake you. And so it's the point, and then I get up and like, what the hell is going on? Like, what the hell, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we was watching a movie and we fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, mine used to be like, you know how, and I probably, my grandma would have never even, I never even, I don't even remember, like, I remember sitting on the couch maybe a couple times and probably watching TV, but yeah, it wasn't none of that. And that's how it started. If he actually accidentally spent the night. We were that's watching the movie. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. We accidentally we was watching that's the movie. No, I'm serious. We were accidentally watching the movie and we fell asleep. And I woke up and she didn't say nothing. And then the next night he accidentally fell. We accidentally. Ain't no accident. That's, that's no accident. When you get sleepy, right? When you get sleepy, like I better get in the car and go. Right. We both fell asleep accidentally. Right. The boyfriend's parent or the girlfriend's parent, and as parents, we have a, a certain type of relationship because I feel like that doesn't go on anymore. Your daughter and your son are together, and it's like, do you have a relationship with the other parents where it's like, oh, okay, it's okay if she spent the night at the house or if she stay over there because I know that you kind of feel the same way I feel. We don't want them to have any kids, but we want to embrace their relationship. We want them to be able to grow as a couple. At what point did we get to where we stopped doing that? Because now you don't even know the other. You don't know the other parent until the kid gets pregnant or something like that. You don't know the other parent. You better hope you. You better. I have some others to think. There's gonna be. I'm gonna need to know some other parents. So I need to know what the family got going on. Like we didn't went it out to eat with his family. Like we go out to eat with him, his mama, his grandmas, and all them. I need to know what's going on. Right. Like my mom, she never had a relationship with them people. No, you need know, to. But, but that's not what I'm saying. But like, you need to know who. If something go down and they got a baby, I need to know who the heck I'm gonna be dealing with. Right. Same like, here. don't stress me. Well, I don't be right. 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 But that's usually what how it happens. It don't happen until boom. We exactly. Pray, and now I got now to I meet. got to meet. Then you got to have a relationship yeah. because me and us both got this grandchild together, and these kids are still in high school. So I think that depends so, on the parent, cause I, cause it's like I need I to know your friends. I need to know your friend's parents. Right. I also need to know exactly. who you dating's parents. And um, there's no staying at the house until I've met the parents kind of thing. So for me, before my kids start seriously dating someone, I need to know their parents. Cause, and not necessarily even that because having, you can't really control that. It's not even about knowing right. the having a full relationship, relationship with them. Yeah, so we can discuss, We're talk together. about different things. Like, I can yeah. say, oh, your baby over here at the house and she's going to spend the night and I know that you feel the same way that I feel. We don't want no kids. I'm going to let her spend the night, but 
this is how far. But here's the thing: you know, at some point, your kids are gonna make decisions outside of you because there's a car, there's a school, there's bathrooms, there's cars, other places. That's why I said cars. And I get that you have other. And I get that you have a relationship with your kids, but I wasn't telling my mama every place that I had sex. Well, I don't need you to tell me every place that you and I'm not sex. telling you that but I'm. Just let and me I'm not letting you. I'm gonna ask you, you, let you know. Sex, and as a, but as a woman, that's one thing. But as a male, you can't really. There's nothing you can do about her. No, I can't do anything. But you know what? When I did, I did ask. I'm not gonna. I, I asked my son if they have sex. Girl, I called him down just to talk to her about, he's 18. Okay. Like, he's 18, but I, I asked her last year. So, yeah, I asked her about, they've been together about two years, I guess. So I asked her, you know, probably within that, yeah, girl, off top, like early in. I called her down, because I knew he wasn't going to tell the truth. I called her downstairs and was, you know, like, you know. So it's important to have a relationship with her. Yes, with her. And I'm like, just tell me the truth. You know, yes, are y'all having sex? And she was like, uh, are y'all having sex? Yes, more than once. Yes, okay, are you on birth control? No, we're going to have to get that taken care of. Like, you can call your mom and I will talk to your mom about it. I was okay with talking to your mom about it. But it's not so much as being on birth control. Your son needs to be using condoms, too. Uh, uh, yeah, but if he no, has a girlfriend, she needs to be on birth control. But she still needs to be on birth control. They need to be on birth control. So what is your son? Okay, no, that's... How do you feel about that? You have a son. Yeah. No, you, How do you still feel need about to be that? using a condom because what if it condom breaks and she ain't on birth control? Y'all right. still have a kid. I understand that too. And if if the condom breaks, I'm gonna take though. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you with my six year old son who ain't, a, who ain't who ain't old enough condoms yet. Condoms ain't just break. Okay, but let me explain yeah, something to you. If they break, if they break and they come out, I don't care if it's one time. If they no. break and they come off and your daughter at my house and they wake up and feel comfortable enough to tell me she getting a plan B, I ain't asking you. you know, I'm not asking no <laughs> I'm not calling you to ask. But I'm not going to pump my baby full of estrogen and full of all of these synthetic things because, in my experience, condoms break when certain things are happening. So, baby, was you dry? Like, let's have a real conversation. I don't care about none of that. None of that is important. None of that is a matter. But but okay, I wanna know your opinion because you got a son yeah. that's a teenager. So how do you feel about like a mother not necessarily feeling like she need to put her daughter on birth control? Well for me, like I have that conversation with my son all the time. Like Like, oops, pregnant, what? Right. So, I'm a, so let me tell you what's going to happen in my world. Baby up full of all of 
and I, and I get that part too because I completely understand that um, child, there's a lot of different research research that's come out that's talked about the safety of birth control, black women, fibroids. So I can understand a parent being having her own concerns in regards to her daughters and how she feels about birth control. I'm not against that. But what I am going to tell you is that if you're the parent who chooses not to put your child on birth control and I'm the parent who chooses to tell you that my son has been taught to use condoms and if something goes wrong, I hope you plan to take care of... No, 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 we no, we not preparing. You, you be preparing. preparing. Oh, I'm going to be preparing because it's mine. <laughs> right. That's so that's what I'm saying. That, that is you came out of me, so it's mine. So that's, so that's what I'm going to say to you as a parent. So then that's going to be the conversation. Not saying that I'm going to teach my son not to leave it. But what I'm going to teach my son is to figure out how to be a father who can provide. So what's not going to happen is my son's not going to stop what he has to do to be a father who provides. So what's going to happen is we're just going to have to deal with the baby whatever way that looks like. But I'm not going to hold my son. I mean, I'm going to make my son go on. So I hope your daughter understands that my son is going on. So what that looks like is that's what's gonna look, and that's fine. My daughter's gonna go on. I just think it's a responsibility for both parents, right? Female and a male, we both need to work together and make sure they don't have babies. Right? You can't make. I mean, I get that, but babies, but we need to make sure that they're responsible enough. They understand. I mean, and I'm gonna be a responsible grandmother. I'm gonna be a responsible grandmother. Right? All we can do is teach. But the thing is, we can't put our Sons on birth control. Right. Unfortunately, if I could, I would. And, and all we can do is teach our kids to work, like to put on condoms. Yeah, if I could, I would. But we can't. There's and if the condom come out, it come out. If we have a baby, we have a baby boy. Again, what I'm gonna say as a parent is, if I talk to you about birth control and that was a conversation that you had and you was concerned, I hope that you understand that out of this concern, if a baby comes out of this concern, then. That's gonna be y'all's baby, <laughs> and we gonna figure it out. Yeah, because there's, there's <laughs> right. Right. So, so if we, if we, I mean, and I get it. You know, my son may decide. You know, like I said, we've always said that. You know, when you get 16, 17, 18, I can teach you a million different things and you can choose a whole different road and I can tell my son that you're going to go to school and he may decide no he's going to stay here with his baby but I'm going to teach him at that point that I hope that whatever you plan to stay here with your baby you can provide for your baby I, so I mean that's all I can do as a parent that's all I can do as a mother that's all I can give to him is to say you know this is how this is what's going to be the result if you don't do what you're supposed to do this is how this is going to look but I can't keep my kids from struggling you can't you know, that's like we said, you know, on uh, if, if your kid decides to transition at 16, 17, I can't, there's not a lot that I can do as a parent. All I can do is say, you know what, baby, I don't think that that's a, I don't think that's a good idea, but whatever you choose to do, I'm not going to pay for it exactly. out of pocket. When you're 12, 13, 14, I feel like there's a lot of different transitions going on in your own, in your body. I mean, I'm, I, like I told them, you know, when you was 12, 13, 14, you the body I had wasn't good enough. You know, and I was a girl. I didn't want to be a boy, but I wanted to be a girl with some hips and some boobs. So and it wasn't coming fast can enough. I play devil's advocate because you got a daughter. We all got daughters, right? Mm-hmm. If my daughters was to get pregnant at 16 or 17 and they're doing what they're supposed to do, but they got pregnant. 
Mm -hmm. They decide they're going to have the kids. And we're in a position to be able to help them take care of this kid as well as give them the guidance to be the mother that they need to be to this kid. We will be all for that. You wouldn't just put your baby out at 16 or 17. So this is what happened when you walk in late. We didn't already talked about that. But I'm saying, like, but you were walking, but you just said, but what you just said was, if my son decides to transition, like, I'm not going to, so I'm not going to pay for that, and da, 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 da. but if that 16-year-old daughter of yours decided she, you know, she, I'm not, not going to pay for that either. My son, my son, my son, my son, my son, my son, but she did get pregnant. And I'm she not was paying for that either. Not saying that you paying for it, but if you're going to be more supportive of your daughter, she continues with school. I mean, she a bit. I mean, eventually, yes, yeah, you don't have to she be supportive anyway. She continues to have a job. You're going to look at it like you know what you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing. You're going to school. You're making good grades. You got a job. You coming short, y'all are coming short, short here, I'm going to be there for you. Because as a mother, I'm not going to tell my child at 16 who got pregnant, like, oh, well, you just out on the streets, and that's, that is what it is. You need to do No, so let me tell you what I've told my 16, what I've told my 17-year-old daughter. What I've told my 17-year-old daughter is if you have a baby, that's your baby. And not that you out of the streets, you got a roof over your head. Your but you're going to provide, still. nope. You're I'm gonna provide. You're gonna provide for this baby, and the only way, I only as thing that you get, the only thing that you get from here, is you gonna get babysitter, daycare for your baby while you at school, and a babysitter while you work. That's it. I don't have to do anything extra. He wants to be a, a girl at sixteen. I don't. So, so then, if he, he decides said, no, that, no, I'm not gonna pay for that. I'm, I'm not, not gonna do this. No. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not. Why would you not give your son? Because I just told you I'm not paying. So you live under my either. roof. You that's, live under my roof. Same, right. You live, but you live under my roof. She having a baby in this son. Him changing his whole sexuality. That's, that's, that's totally different, different though. That's, that's, that's totally different. different. That's, that's different, that double standard though. that people keep No, that's not up. a double standard. That's totally different. So here's different. the thing. People keep bringing up. Again, I like what, I, I, I have a son or a daughter that say, hey, I'm transitioning. I'm not going to be bored. I completely understand. That's totally different, though. because... That's the same way that people are like, well, what if you're the But that's daughter, not the same, though. That's not the same. So we just, so we had, so, so, so just to bring you up to speed, we talked about that at the very beginning. And I'm going to be the same parent either direction for my son or my daughter. I'm not and I'm not going to be, and I'm not paying for your transition and I'm not paying for your baby. I'm not no, you know what? Baby. I actually had this conversation because I yeah, have a daughter in college. And I actually had the conversation with my daughter that, um, if she was to have a child before she finished high school or whatever, that I would take on that child, even though I don't want to, but I would I would take on that child so that she could finish. Will you take on that child? I would, yes, so that she like could finish. So that she could finish college. So that she could finish college and have her life, and then she would take on I'm her not, baby. I'm that's, not. That's I what I was willing to do as a parent. I'm not doing that. That's what I was willing to do as a parent. So, and I and I'm gonna say why I was willing to do that is because. I was that person. I was 18 with a kid. I couldn't go to college right out, right out of high school because I had a kid. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying I was that person. I could have, but I didn't know any better. But what I'm saying is that I wanted more for my child. And so I was, gonna, I was willing to do that for my child. We have well, a difference to be able to say, I know better, and you can still go to college with this kid. You can. But as my daughter, I'm you a little yeah, bit more support. I mean, that's, I'm just saying, I mean, but that's what I was willing to do. As a parent, I, really, I was willing to do that. I'm not doing I'm that. Not I'm going to give you your resources. I'm going to tell you where you but can go. I'm going to tell you where you can no, have family no, housing. 
I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna be mentally. I'm gonna be. If she had another kid, now her. I'm not taking. I'm not taking on another baby. You giving the resources. I'm gonna help you. I'm not. I'm gonna give you the resources. No, my mama helped me. I'm giving you the resources. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking on a baby. One or two on me. My mama helped me. My mama helped me. Right, me either. And you know what? That's the thing. I'm gonna be the grandma just like grandma's be. And that's just, I'm not taking on no. I didn't raise, I didn't did my kids. I still got an 11 year old. I still got a kid myself. Right. That got a long time that's real expensive. Yeah. So if you go off and have a kid, I'm already a single parent at this point struggling like hell to make it happen for both of y'all. So you go off and have a kid if you want to because two of us going to be working in this house hard as shit to take care of kids because right. we ain't taking right. care of nobody. But there's kids. a difference between giving your child resources and fully taking care of the kids. So I can give I'm you resources. In, if I I'm in the position to be able to pay your daycare because you're still in high school. I ain't doing that either. If you, if you I need you to understand. So this is the thing. <coughs> let me tell you what made me a better person. No, I'm gonna tell you what made me a. Let me tell you what made me a better person. What made me a better person and a better mother and a better parent and a better striver and what people see today is because I had to do it on my own. Exactly. And so at the me end too. of the day, I'm not this saying. Your, and my mama, no, my mama story. gave me babysitting while I was at work. My mama babysat my child while I was at school, and that was beneficial to me. But uh, you don't get no babysitting. No, I don't I'm care. Not gonna be babysitting no kids. I'm not but babysitting outside of. I'm not paying and daycare. Work, and you go to school mm -mm. and you go into work. Mm -mm. You sit at the DHS office and see what they school. look like. I might, I might help you pay. No, I'm going to be that free. I'm going to be the free. I'm not going to let you. I'll be the babysitter. I'll be at the babysitter when I'm out. Between black and white families because their white mom is going to be like, oh, I'll pay mm -mm. the daycare. And so they help their kids. Oh, well. And I can. I'm going to support you. I'm going to. If I have. Listen, you better take that kid. You better hope that college got a daycare. I'm not asking. I'm not asking. Baby, you're going to take your baby like with that. you. Because like I'm a parent who's taught you. Because like I've given you different so options. No. I've given you different no. options. No. I've given you different school. options. You better hope Langston got that program. Right, and I've given you different options. I've given you different options. In high school, hopefully, I, if my daughter, she can have birth control early. I've given you different options. That baby ain't I have. I'm going to pay for your daycare so you can continue, so you and your baby daddy can continue with high school so y'all don't realize that so y'all don't have this feeling of we had this baby and that's the end-all be-all. It's not so the end-all be-all because this is the thing. End-all be-all was... Somebody paid for daycare and that's all that she paid for. And, and a lot of people think that's end-all be-all. And that's the thing. And I thank God for my mama because she was there for me like I needed her to be there. And I thank God for my mama for, for making me be a... I, I, I thank God for... And I thank God for my mama for deciding to tell me that, you know what, you made this decision, you're going to be a woman, you're going to grow up in this, and this is how you're going to be. And that's what my mama did. And, I, and, I and that's not high, high school, school high school or not. What I'm telling you is this: you made the choice. No, no. because I told you, you know what? You made a choice. My baby laid down and made a choice to open her legs and have a baby. You gonna make a choice to be a mama. That's what I'm saying, though. You gonna make a choice. In her birth control field, in his but you still gonna make a choice to be a mama. You're mature enough to lay down and have sex. I, I know because I moved out at 17. I paid my own bills. At 18, I was working two jobs. That's what we had to struggle. It doesn't matter though. You gonna struggle too. You gonna feel the struggle if you gonna have a baby. I don't want you to feel the struggle. Well, I raised two little. That's what made me a woman is feeling the struggle. 
Because guess what? I guarantee I guarantee I pay I guarantee I pay my rent every month on time. I guarantee every bill in my house is paid for on time. I want you to be the kind of woman I am. Oh, yeah, I, I want you to be the kind of girl. So my but thing I want is, but I want you to finish school also. But I want you to be the kind of woman I am. Daycare, I'll pay for daycare. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, so here's the here's the thing. I've, there's kids in foster care currently that I know of that have figured it out. So with nobody and no support, no. And no, that's no, that's what I'm that's saying to you. To no. So that's what you're going to have to do in my household. So I've, I've explained to you what what having sex does. I've had the conversation on multiple occasions. Two. I've okay. told you what prote- how to protect yourself. I'm not taking on no babies. I'm not taking no babies. I'm not taking on no babies. I'm not taking no babies. He was using a condom even with her being I'm not taking no baby. You're still taking a chance to have sex. Exactly. So you don't have to take a chance out there in the world and be a woman or be a man. That's going to do it the end of the day. But you cannot, like at 16, you cannot send that child out into the world. I can. No, I'm not sending you to work. I mean, you can because that's what you did. But you still got to help them to a certain extent. What I'm saying is, and that's to a certain extent, you have to help them to a certain extent. You're in high school. I'm going to be a grandmother and say, you know what? For both of y'all, I'm gonna pay for your daycare. Oh, no. Now you have to pay for your. <laughs> you gonna be a DHS? No <laughs> but here's the thing. Nope. You know nope. how much daycare costs. You have to pay for your diapers. DHS you to pay, pay for it. Okay, you telling fine. me that? Okay. I will help you with DHS if that's. And I ain't paying no copay. But you gotta be Crystal. You really have to think about this and be sensible. My child, okay, he 18 right now. He ain't finished college. Let's just say his girlfriend ends up pregnant. She has a baby. I'm already taking care of two kids, single, and no, hold on, the struggle is real already, and you go out and you have a kid, listen, it doesn't matter, you go out and have a kid, my thing is that you're going to have to, at that point, step up. I'm not taking her on oh, those yeah. kids that you didn't. You haven't that, finished college, though. But I, I, I don't care. So even if you don't get to go to college at this point, scholars. No, even if you don't get to go to college at this point, that's a decision that you made. No. And I'm sorry. I'm not maybe, going to hinder my child from going to college well, because I have somebody that hinder me from going to college. I actually agree with you because I have somebody that hinder me from going to college. They didn't hinder you from going to college because you made that decision. No, I agree with Crystal because my mom actually changed her whole work schedule. I'm just saying, my mom changed her work schedule. You can't ask people to do that because I can't change her. No, I'm not saying that you can't. I'm gonna pay for your daycare. So here's the thing, There's no right or wrong way, cause like we can it's do not. whatever we want to do. Exactly. Kids. You can set it up for them. They can go have another baby, or you can not help them, and they can be the strongest parent. They, they look up and they have three. So there's no right or wrong like, way to do it. There isn't. Right. You have to know your child, and you have to know what's gonna be Absolutely. most. And be the parent that you're gonna be. Right. And my point, my I'm gonna be the parent that I'm gonna be, and I didn't told you. It ain't like this is gonna be a secret. It ain't gonna be like she gonna pop that baby out and you be like, my mama ain't helping. I done told you the whole nine, the forty weeks that baby she was pregnant. One. You better do something. I'm not helping. With, I ain't taking I'm not helping with not one baby. I'm just saying, my mom takes her work schedule. I was able to go to college for her to do that. I was able to go to college and do everything that I needed so. to do. My mom was able, you know, like, she was there for me every step of the way. And so I feel and like I would be there for my kids the way my mom was there for me. And I thank God that, you know, and I and I, and I and I didn't always agree with the way my mama did things. I felt like that was a hard way to do things. 
But I so there are ways that I would do different. You know, I, I probably I would I would help you babysit when I'm off. If you working or going to school. Exactly. And if I'm not doing nothing outside of that. So again, I'm going you're gonna go to DHS. You're gonna get some DHS assistance because I want you to feel I I want you to not want another kid. Because exactly. it took me 11 years to have the second one, and I knew then that I was financially uh, uh, had the financial ability to do it. That thing at the end, don't have another baby. Somebody and some that parent that's out here supporting and doing all that helping, and that, that child gonna end up having another kid two or three years. I don't know, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna enable you. I bet you gonna think about it. I bet you gonna think about it. Think about it. It's gonna be hard. Cause that's your baby, right? And I didn't already told my babies that's your baby. Look at that. So she oh, ready to right? be done. Dante, what you want to say? What you want to say, Dante? That was a good discussion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, it was. But no. I appreciate everybody for coming. Um. Yes. But, yeah. Um. Let's wrap this up. But at the end of the day, everybody parents different. And, and I'm going to say that. So everybody's mad at Dwayne Wade. So let's just wrap this up. Everybody's mad at Dwayne Wade for how he's parenting. But he's he's the only person that has to deal with his his child, what happens to his child, how things happen with his child, whatever comes or whatever doesn't come. That we can all disagree. But what if his child decides that he wanna be going to be in? But that's on him but that's between Dwayne Wade and his child. But that's between Dwayne Wade and his child. But what I'm saying is, at 12, can a child really have? But that's between. But guess what? But some parents, some parents are allowing their children at 12 to do whatever they want to do with that. That's the problem. That's the whole problem with Dwayne Wade's thing. It's not a problem. It's only a problem because it's a problem for you. But it's not whatever happens in his home. But that's a problem in his home. That's his family. That's his family. All right, so, like, one of the things that I've never heard anybody mention when it comes to the ways is that they fucking rich. So all this shit we talking about is null and void, because when you're rich, your problems are different. You think he give a shit about what the world thinks? Hold on. Listen, when you got that kind of money and you have that kind of access and you have that kind of public eye, the last thing he's worried about is what we think about what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's people like us that might have to be on a check to check situation or, you know, we worry about what people think because we're in a situation where maybe we have to answer somebody. But they don't care. And I can tell you, I don't know about y'all, but I actually have somebody in my family that's transitioning. And it didn't matter what the parents did. The parents were shit. But the environment that the kid grew up in when they decided to do that was good. And it had nothing to do with the parents' decision. It had everything to do with what happened to the young lady at the time. You know what I'm saying? She was raped when she was younger. So that totally turned her off from boys, men, all of that shit. This is the kid. This is what she told us as she started to transition. We found out she was gay at 16. But we knew because you always know. Did we stop the kid? No. Did we question? No. Did we love the kid? Yeah. That's all you're going to do. It's not the point. The point is, if somebody that decides they no longer want a penis, but they no longer want a vagina, they're making that decision, and they really don't give a shit what you think. Right. Because right. they're trying to figure them out anyway, whether they're 6, whether they're 12, whether they're 42. They don't care. 
Right. And what they're going to do is they're going to figure out how to do it. Just like when I wanted to go and do shit I wasn't supposed to do, I figured out how to do it. Whether I was 43, 6, or 12, exactly. I'm going to figure it out. And I'm not going to care what you think. So we can theorize all day long about why this kid is doing it and what we would do if it was our parent. But I can tell you all we did was love the kid. Right. Who's now an adult in the fucking Navy. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, rich people don't care about broke people problems. They don't. Because they got rich people problems. They don't care. Oh, so you want to do this? All right, cool. Like, he don't care if we have a problem with what his child wears. How is that a rich people problem, though? I think it's just a so, parent problem. I think any I mean, parent can, not, cannot care. What I'm saying is, is but not even I don't care if they were raped or if it's a decision that you make if it's a decision that you truly make and in your heart you you falling in love with that decision in your own heart all I can do as a person in your life at some point is accept it love you and move on and I think what our community falls short of I think that's a rich people problem I think what people fall short of is the fact of accepting it loving it and moving on because what we want to do is dictate to you what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to live, where you're supposed to go from this point. And like I've said on several occasions, we are all individuals who have to live our own lives, go down our own paths, and go through the direction that we go through. Everything that I do for me is going to affect me. My Absolutely. happiness, how I feel. We talk about self-care all the time. So if I truly love me, then I'm going to do what's best for me, regardless of whether you feel it, whether you feel it, whether my mama feel it, and if you don't like me wearing dresses, I'm not coming to your house because it's going to be uncomfortable for me to be there anyway. Right. So at the end of the day, if you want to maintain that relationship and it's important to you, then I believe that you should love that person no matter what because I, then you lose relationships and people get cut off and people get lose connections and you don't see that person until they're dead and in a grave. But I have a question because I wasn't done with you, though. So you said you have a, a person in your family that's going through the transition process. Yeah. How did you say you all already knew? Yeah. Like how did you all? How do we know? You know. Did they change? I mean, like name? once they went through like the process, did, <laughs> did they change their name? Yeah. Like were y'all fooled Everything. with it? Like what happened? Yeah. Okay. So, so that it could it could be her. Oh. So so how do we know she wanted to be a man? Because she said, I want to be a man. Exactly. <laughs> and, That's as far as it goes, right? How do we know she was gay? Because she dressed like me. She said she wanted to be She dressed like me. She act like me. And me, I, I'm not saying my personality, but she dressed and act like a man. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So as family members, we're paying attention. But we're the type of family that we're going to sit you down like, yo, what's going on? Why aren't you washing your ass? You know what I'm saying? Like, I re- those were the words that I said. Why aren't you washing your ass? Because... I don't care what you're going through. We got plenty of soap and cribs, so ain't no need to be walking around smelling like you cut grass. Now, you there. seem pretty blunt. Like, is your whole family just like you? Yeah. When did y'all find out that she was raped that kind of led to her feeling the way she felt about me? Because, of course, when she said it, raped, when she said it, one, one, one of the things, okay, that's, here's the thing. You, you, you focus on the wrong part of the conversation. I'm just giving you the reason because that's what she said. That's where it stopped. Exactly. I'm not going to dive into that because that's, that's what, what she said. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm not going to try to. My thing is this. I can't. If I tell y'all I'm going to cut my penis off, ain't nothing you can tell me. Right. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you nothing else. As to why I no. But, why some people are but I'm going to either give you the explanation or I'm not. That answer. And, and at yeah. 16, 
16, okay. So one of the things Lynette said earlier, she talked about brain development, right? So I used to own a daycare, so I understand child development because I took some of those same classes that she's talking about. So I'm not just some average cat up here talking. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not saying you're questioning that. I'm just telling you why you should listen to what I'm saying. So when she made the decision to do that, we support it because we understand the psychology of a child. We understand the psychology of a child from three all the way up to emerging adulthood. We get it. So, so you guys don't ask why. I mean, I just no, 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 no. The question, the why. The you, you do why ask you why. You, you do ask so why. I, I, and I'm, we, I'm and we did ask why, but that's not going to happen in this conversation because it's irrelevant. What we're talking about is what you know how she went about doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I have somebody firsthand who wanted to do it, and she's doing it. Cut the hair off, start taking the hormone injection, have the breast cut off. Like it's a transition, and it didn't happen like that. Because she didn't have the resources. So yeah, rich people can do things faster, but that's the fact that the ways have money, that's it means they don't care about this little shit we talking about. Right. They focused on, well, what's gonna happen in the next ten years because money is anything that the money if money is the answer, then the problem isn't, right. isn't money. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just psychological. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into it. I'm just telling you from yeah. from from the person this is what I will say. She's fine now, or he's fine now. Um, he's fine now because he got support. Okay? He got support. Not every family knows how to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that might be one of the things that you're talking about. Is everybody doesn't have the resources that we had. We had resources. And it wasn't money. It was patience. <laughs> it was knowledge. It was, it was understanding. It was those things you can get for free. You know, so when you said ask questions, we did ask questions, and we got okay, answers, and, and, we, okay. and, 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 and we did get answers. So I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to know the details. I'm just asking, like, was the question asked of why did you But even if I never asked the question, and even if we never go any further into that, because at 16 years old. to suicide when they say suicide. Because even at 16 years old, not all 16-year-olds know how to explain themselves. You're not supposed to. Because I think that there's a, each parent to each his own. And I'm going to say that, just to each his own. You know, I'm, I'm not going to tell Dwayne Wade that he's wrong for what he does. 
I'm only going to say that my only disagreeance is your child wearing house tops, tight pants, and, and long nails because I don't think that you will allow your daughter to do that. So that's my only disagreement in there. Whatever they do as a family, whatever, they, whatever way that they accept it, whatever way that they deal with it, however way that they address it, it's up to them because I don't have to deal with that personally. Exactly. Um, I don't know how I will to deal with it as a parent if it comes to me. I will have to pray because that's my method of way a way I deal with it. I'm going to ask my kids, let's go to therapy. Let's try to work through that so that I can work through whatever issues that I have. That's all you can do. And that's them. all really you exactly. can do at the end of the day. So um, I think a lot of times, like I said, we try to parent other, children, other people's children in our culture. We try to parent how we would parent our kids. And that's not, that doesn't work for everybody. Just like we said, we, we all have different views on how we would parent our kids. And I respect your parenting, just like you. I would hope you would respect my parenting. And then let's just move forward because what works for my household may not work for your household. And what I do may not work for yours. And so I'm going to ask that in, 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 at the end of this conversation that we take that into consideration when we start to criticize other people's homes and other people's households and other people's families and other people's dynamics. But that's what we do as a black community is we criticize do. other people's households. No we do. No matter how much we, money they have. We, no matter how much we criticize their parents. Right. Dwayne and we say that you're a bad parent. And a lot of us are criticizing okay. Dwayne Wade's parents. <laughs> right. But and it's, I got the money. Right. But yeah. it is not saying that whether you have the money or don't have the money. <laughs> Whether you have the money, don't have the money, let's not criticize each other's parenting, right? Um, let's let's try to be more open about how we deal, how each other, how each parent and how each family works, right? So, um, you guys know we you can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are Mocha Tea, one word. So Mocha Tea Podcast, one word, one full word. If you put us all together, you'll pull us up, right? We are on. SoundCloud, we are on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and YouTube. If you um, catch us, we'll get a you'll get a new episode every Sunday. Um, <laughs> after that, we're on Seattle Hip Hop Radio every Monday and Friday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you have any inquiries for us, that is mocha t m o c h a t e a at gmail.com, and we are out. Peace.